Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can tune into SENZ every Sunday from midday for Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed Show hosted by two legendary Greyhound experts in Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts. Don't miss a beat with Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed Show. And speaking of dogs, uh, joining us to talk dogs and the Greyhound game on several different fronts is Michael Schneider. G'day, Michael. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. Uh, I mean, you've been involved in the in, in the game, if you like, uh, for a while uh, as a, as a trainer and as a breeder, but also as a as a pet owner. Tell us uh, about your journey. How did you get into uh, into greyhounds? Yeah, we got into the greyhounds with um, basically family pets. So we got a retired greyhound called well, we called him Ziggy, but his race name was Ten Tens, and we got him directly from a trainer. And, um, yeah, that was kind of like the start of a journey. We absolutely fell in love with him, fell in love with the breed. And then we, when, when I got him, we got him actually directly from a trainer. So we, I offered to help them out on their trainings on Saturday mornings. And, yeah, and, and so I could t- let him run up the straight drag. And he actually did, you know, kept on going really well and shockingly did some incredible times and to, to the frustration of, <laughs> of the trainers because, you know, he obviously loved retired life, but, yeah, unfortunately, he became field shy. That's why they had to retire him. So he wouldn't have been that great in a race, but he still loved to run. Yeah, they always love to run, those dogs, don't they? I've uh, got a couple of friends who've got uh, a couple of adopted uh, dogs, and they've always got to make sure the, the fence is shut because otherwise uh, it's a long <laughs> run for one of them to chase them down. Um, so you, in terms of the training, you actually got into training uh, the dogs after you initially, um, you know, got a pet, a greyhound as a pet. Yeah, yeah. So what I actually did was, um, you know, slowly on, you know, building friends in the greyhound, you know, game with, you know, trainers and stuff like that. And and, um, we ended up getting, um, got really good friends with a greyhound vet. um, And he actually helped me with um, old Ziggy if he never had an injury or anything like that and gave us lots of advice and we became good friends. And he unfortunately got really sick. And we'd always talked about when we had cups of tea and coffee and stuff that, I wonder what this training game's like, and it'd be great to give it a go. So, yeah, unfortunately, James got really, really unwell and ended up with cancer and passing away. But in his will, he had a racing bitch called um, Amy, and so he gifted her to Freddie and Kay Herbert. And as part of his will, he left one of the pups to me, and that's how we ended up with our, you know, with Jamie, who um, ended up being Sassy Little Lassie. And that's been our only race dog up until now. Um, but, yeah, she's given us a great, great thrill, and she's been absolutely amazing. As an owner, how do you differentiate you, uh, the way you are, your relationship with your dog that's that's a racer versus that's a pet? Or, I mean, is there a difference for you? Well, in our situation, not really. I mean, you know, she was considered what they call a couch racer. So, we, you know, we live in the middle of Ellerslie, so training was a bit difficult. You know, we'd have to make lots of trips to the beaches and all that kind of stuff. But she was basically pretty much part of the family. So, I mean, that's not your normal situation, obviously. And we'll hopefully be moving out of Auckland and buying a property down in the Waikato so we can set up our own little kennel. 
Um, yeah, but that's kind of, yeah, it's a bit different what we did. But yeah, it's, she's just one of the, you know, she's just a beautiful animal like they all are and you just love them. Yeah, uh, I mean, Michael, that that's a great story. Uh, I understand you're into, into breeding now. You started into breeding. That's part of the reason for the move? Yeah, that's, that's, that's that, absolutely. I mean, for years, my wife and I said it would be great to get out of Auckland and get out into the country and all that kind of stuff. And this has this definitely given us the push. But I guess, you know, thinking of James and, and that whole journey of wanting to, you know, continue that line on, I mean, um, Jamie, or Sassy Little Lassie, was a great, you know, but she had a very short career, and she, unfortunately she had an injury. Um, we got her back from that, but then we just decided to say, no, she's, you know, she's done us proud, she's done enough. So, over the, you know, she she got up to Class 5 within a very short period, and she only raced for basically three months, but she showed a lot of potential. So we thought, no, we'll, you know, we'll give this breeding a go <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> So, yeah, and so we were really blessed to have, surprisingly, 10 pups come along, you know, or was it 14 weeks ago yesterday, so. <laughs> wow, 10 pups, that's, uh, that's got to be a lot of training. I guess now that the, the time is to, to let them grow and let them mature and then try and figure out which ones are, um, I, I, what did you, what did you call them, couch, couch races? That sounds that's a, that, that sounds know, a lot like me, a couch racer. Uh, and, and which ones you, <laughs> you can actually get out there doing the business? Yeah, so we, we, we essentially this has given us the push that we needed. So, I mean, obviously it's not that great with the way the property market is at the moment, but we've now, now they've all gone down um, down south for rearing. So they've, you know, we've passed the whelping stage and they've gone off to be reared. They need that space to run around and build those muscles and that stamina and, you know, grow, become the best dogs that they can. So we've found some wonderful people supporting us with that. And we've also found some incredible owners that have, you know, people who have bought into them who are actually also people who are, who we found through the retirement side of things. So we've got, you know, new owners coming into it. They've got shares in the dogs and, and they're even going to be, you know, looking at getting their handlers license. So it's, yeah, it's an interesting way of coming into the sport, but it's still, you know, coming into it from, like, like everyone, from the, for the love of the breed and the love of the dogs. So. Now, Michael, I, I know that's not a full-time gig for you. You do work uh, as a field worker for muscular dystrophy. Have the dogs played any part in that? I mean, we often hear about animals, whether it be horses or dogs or, or other animals, being used to, to help support people um, who, with, with health issues. Have, have you used dogs in that way at all? Um, not the greyhounds, but I guess it's an appreciation for, you know, how important animals are in people's lives. And I guess that's difficult for people with, you know, um, neuromuscular conditions or any, you know, kind of disabilities that are having to rely on, you know, housing New Zealand properties and stuff like that, where they sometimes may not be given that opportunity to own a pet. And, you know, they are so important in our lives. You know, Ziggy helped me through a really difficult stage in my life when we first got him. You know, I had some quite severe depression that I wasn't actually aware of. And so I always always attribute him to, you know, possibly saving my life. And, you know, they are just incredible. So, yeah, anyone that can, you know, get an animal in their lives, you will be better for it, you know, absolutely. And, and of course, a retired greyhound is just a fantastic, you know, pet. Yeah, fantastic way of going about it. Uh, Michael, thanks very much for your time today, mate. Great to have a chat uh, and get to know you a little bit better and a bit about your journey as well. Have a great Christmas with the family and uh, hopefully we can talk again sometime in the new year. Looking forward to it and season greeting to everyone.